Hey, this is Jacob Hudson, and you're listening to the New Strength Way podcast, where we guide you through becoming the strongest version of yourself through movement, education, and connection. Now let's get into it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the New Strength Way podcast. Today's episode, we're covering why you might be looking at the wrong piece of the pie when it comes to fat loss. And uh, yeah, that's pun intended there for a little bit of fun. But pretty much when we're looking at fat loss, everyone thinks about what training do they need to do? What's the training that's going to burn the most amount of calories in the session? And I think it's really missing the boat for, for the most part. For, for one, they use the amount of calories that it says it burns on their Fitbit. And I recently got one of, one of those, a new one, just to keep track of my steps, see how many I'm doing now that I'm not working on the floor as much and a lot more stuff uh, desk bound by our online coaching now. But pretty much, I just jumped into one of my training sessions this morning, actually, and it told me in my first four sets of back squats that I'd burnt 250 calories. And based off that, if I was to go through a full strength session, it'd say that I'd be in the th- well over the thousands for a heavy strength session. And really, it's not accurate. By It's probably not even close to resembling what I'd actually burn in the session. So for the start, like when we're looking at them as why we're going through those, we're probably not actually looking at the right piece in the first place. And then two, if we're looking at what exercise is going to burn the most amount of calories, when we look at your actual calorie expenditure overall, there's four main factors that you've got that go into that. We've got our basal metabolic rate, our exercise activity thermogenesis, our non-exercise activity thermogenesis and the thermic effect of food. And pretty much when you're looking at all these things, the exercise piece is only like, depending on who you talk to and what what research you read, a very, very small thing. Some people say it's 5%. Some people say it might be up to 30%. But if the exercise training session that you do only has up to 30% of the impact on the total calories that you burn, we're really looking in the wrong space here. So looking at the rest of that, week is or the rest of that pie is like how can we make change in the other pieces or what what's the biggest piece for starters and the biggest piece is basal metabolic rate so that's how how your body basically functions or the calories that it burns to survive that's the organs needing to function your brain your liver your everything involved and just on a cellular basis just the amount of calories it takes for muscles to not even do anything or uh pretty much like your whole body to just be basically asleep and not actually doing any activity and that's how many calories it's going to burn. Now this, depending on where you look at, can be up to 70%. So when we're looking at how we're going to maximize our calorie burn for fat loss is that why will we take actions that are playing on the the 5 to 30% when we could be taking actions that are going to have the biggest impact on the overall 70%. Now, I, I don't know about you, but I'd much rather play with the big piece rather than the little piece if I want to get the best results possible. So what are those things that we can actually do that have a huge impact on the BMR that's going to have you losing more fat in the, in the short term, but then to also keeping it off over the long term? Because that's really the problem here. Everyone can get into shape for eight weeks, but most people can't keep it off over multiple years or or even over the course of the year sometimes they get into shape and then all of a sudden they start going backwards and why does that happen is most of the time they started training they got training they got in really good shape doing a lot of cardio a lot of things that maximize their exercise expenditure but then when they finished they started exercising less and less and less 
because they were already in the shape they wanted to be in and then they lost that shape because their their activity ch- changed their calories in slowly trickled back up and all of a sudden they're back to where they started with no nothing to show for it apart from some photos from when they were in shape that time and memories have gone oh i wish i was back into that sort of shape so what sort of training is going to have an impact on that is like really the, the biggest thing that you actually have a bit of play around with in terms of bmr is how much muscle you have so what training impacts muscle and we're looking at strength training we're looking at maximizing hypertrophy and how can we do those sessions that are one going to maximize that hypertrophy or maximize that metabolism that we're going to get from that but two also at the same time make sure that we're burning body fat and all of a sudden we're looking at metabolic strength training we're looking at high volume somewhere between like five and 15 reps per set controlled tempo working in in the range of basically 30 to 60 seconds per set long at a heavy weight or relative for the reps and relative to how strong you are and short rest periods anywhere 60 to 90 seconds on our main list on our big movements maybe super setting those together maximizing what you can there and then progressively trying to add weight to the bar so that you're maintaining that strength it's really really hard to lose muscle and lose metabolism if you're continually keeping your strength levels up to the same amount even when you are in a deficit you try to maintain that as long as you can and you're going to be getting the best results out of that there so that's really the big big picture here guys is like the people who focus on building the muscle and maintaining their strength and adaptation in that way are the ones that find it easier over the long term to stay in shape rather than having to get in and out of shape repeatedly over time I remember that uh, Nathan and I, we, we used to uh, eat very similar diets, train very similar, uh, had the exact same job. So we were doing very similar activities during the middle of the day. So a lot of the things were stacked pretty evenly. And yet we knew that Nathan could lose weight at a higher amount of calories than what I was, which meant that his metabolism then was the thing that was functioning more. A few years ago, Nathan and I went and went, got DEXA scans. And what it came back to was, even though we were very, very similar in total body weight, he was actually a few kilos ahead in terms of muscle mass, which was the thing that kept his resting metabolism faster on a day-to-day basis, which meant that he could eat more food and still lose weight rather than where I was at that point there being in a maintenance phase or starting to put on weight even uh, potentially. So what you're looking at there, guys, if you want long-term results is find the things that are going to have the biggest impact rather than playing on the small pieces of the pie you want to look at those things that impact on metabolism as well as maximizing the output that you're doing through your exercise. So once again, that's strength training, that's focused on high reps, high weight, progressing yourself over time with that there. That's the focus for today, guys, and I'll leave you at that. I'll see you guys on Friday.